Welcome to Balance 2. I'm your host, the Minister of Balance. Thank you for joining us. We couldn't do this without you, so I pray you continue to support our endeavors as we take this journey together during these troubled times. Furthermore, don't forget to visit us at balance2.org and register for our free membership for immediate access to all our new and old content on our website, which includes inspirational content, podcasts, music, videos, the whole shebang. So with that being said, in today's podcast episode, we'll explore the battle between money and morals and try to answer the question, is America morally bankrupt? And if so, will there be some real change, you know, as it pertains to race and economic equality? Or will the dialogue just die down like in the past? Now, what we can surmise about this current situation that we find ourselves in, it's different than in the past. You know, we have some multiple issues all happening at once. We have the virus, the civil unrest, the unemployment, the lack of opportunity, and wealth disparity all happening at the same time. So now what we have here is a cultural shift. How long will it last? We can only speculate. My spirit tells me God is not happy with America. You know, the brand of America has been thriving on a false perception for so many years that there's justice and equality for all. While there's some very racist, subtle, underhanded schemes that have been in place for hundreds of years and still currently, you know, that perpetuate systemic racism. Now, every country has its problems with race and class, but you know what it really boils down to, and and let's be real about it, it's all about the battle for power and resources. Money is at the root of all of it, and it always is. And here in America, the top 1% own all the wealth. The middle class, which is the the economic engine for, for a successful economy, is gradually fading away with With no equitable distribution of wealth, this is what you get, you know, public unrest, revolution. Um, Only now the rest of the world is coming, coming to a reckoning with some of these issues. And now that we have uh, all of this cultural change going on, uh, supposedly, What I think we're having is situational ethics. You know, there's a lot of that going on right now. You know, a whole lot of I can't believe it's not butter while making all the bread. You know, uh, being non-racist is now a good public perception, you know, for your business. So what we have is some people out there acting like this is a newfound revelation. I can only assume... Some people hope this situation will eventually calm without any serious repercussions. And then, you know, some some people are being authentic with actually wanting to see some change and are willing to uh, work on uh, helping us uh, solve some of these issues. So now, while we're living in a virtual world, we have to contemplate who's being authentic and what is this public perception. 
And while doing my research, I ran across this article where this creator of the show called Friends um, used to be a popular show uh, back in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. And the creator uh, and producer of this show, co-creator, Marta Kaufman, apologized for the show's lack of diversity. And she discussed how to get more black writers involved in Hollywood's film industry. Kaufman said, and I quote, she wished she made different decisions earlier in her career. Uh, She also said, I wish I knew what I knew today. And this is according to uh, Deadline. That's the name of the the, uh, interview, the uh, newspaper she did the interview on. Um, Her digital magazine or whatnot. Uh, and I'm wondering here with that statement, I wish I knew what I knew today. I mean, wh- wh- what is it she wish she knew that she didn't know? You know, um, what did boot marks on a black man's neck leave tread marks? I mean, what, what, what is it that she didn't know? You know, um, Hollywood has per- been perpetuating racist stereotypes for quite some time now. And we all know who runs Hollywood. You, you would think they would know better. You know, um, we have a lot of uh, white people telling black stories, Muslim stories, uh, uh, Hispanic stories, Asian stories, and and the list goes on. And you see just the same actors and actresses. They act like there's no other uh, game in town, you know, so and there's not many uh, minorities working behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. And uh, they don't deserve a free pass on this either because they've they've been uh, uh, perpetuating these stereotypes for quite some time. And then they act like uh, they're so liberal when they're really not. Okay, so but but I have to say this much, at least she admitted it. And she's, uh, you know, that's the first step in, in, in contrition. So, you know, we'll we'll just stay tuned and and uh, find out find out if it's real butter she's spreading and uh, see how that all uh, pan out you know how that all pans out in other words you know there's this cultural shift going on in America but I, you know I'm not quite ready to say that it's really concrete yet you know until there's some real real change you know like access to capital for minorities you know uh, real opportunities um and blacks, we have to educate ourselves and direct our resources toward helping each other, you know, instead of giving it right back to the organizations and businesses that, that don't support us back. You know, the black minority dollar goes a long way, you know, but the problem is it doesn't funnel back into the uh, black community. The reason? No access to capital. You know, um, racist credit policies and practices, uh, uh, minorities disproportionately pay exorbitantly higher interest rates, much higher than our uh, white counterparts. So if you're really sincere with all this newfound enlightenment, maybe the, you know, the Democratic politicians and, and Biden, if he gets elected and, and if Democrats maintain the House and win the Senate, maybe some of these perpetual racist credit policies, banking practices, he fundamentally restructured so that minorities can have equal access to capital, that would be a great start, you know. Um, the 40 acres of the Mew didn't turn out so well for us. We'll, we'll see how this goes. I mean, 
Uh, I know one thing, you know, things are awful, awful quiet in the Biden camp right now. We're not hearing too much talk about anything. So we'll, we'll see how that all uh, uh, evolves. Uh, and blacks, too, though, we, we, we can shoulder some of the blame for this as well, you know, for, for not prospering. Um, like we should have, you know, um, we have to demand more of our politicians, you know, don't automatically give them our votes, you know, without uh, hearing what their plans are and and, uh, holding their feet to the fire. Uh, And in regards to the consumer dollar, even if it means, you know, uh, inconveniencing ourselves to uh, to, to do a little more uh, support for each other's businesses. And that's what we need to do. Do a little more research uh, and uh, spend, spend our money in ways that are going to uh, help each other, even if it, if it means, you know, traveling a little further or inconveniencing ourselves a little bit more often. Then let's do it. You know, we can all improve in this area, you know. Um, and that includes the, the athletes, the rich athletes, Start some businesses, and you know, I'm sure you're already doing that, but you could do a lot more. Actors, doctors, lawyers. Um, a lot of these guys, especially the, the athletes and actors, they give their money right back to the folks that, that got their foot on their necks and, and ours too. And, and yes, shady, corrupt businessmen come in all colors. Yeah, I, I, I watch American Greed, and you know, uh, and then I get to see it in real time in the White House. So give some of your brothers and sisters opportunity. So we can all do better. You know, that includes me too. That includes everybody, all of us. Um, I think one of the issues out there is that, you know, there's a lot of um, minorities out there with great ideas, but no money to get them off the ground. You know, and if people of all colors and nationalities could come together and share the ideas and, and the wealth Business could be, you know, better for all parties involved. Everybody has something to contribute. You know, wealth comes from the commonwealth. It's the people that make folks rich, you know, but God don't like ugly. You shouldn't hoard all the wealth, be greedy and and act like all the ideas and hard work comes from just one segment of the race. In spite of what you hear on TV and on the Internet, all billionaires are not nice people. You know, um, what most of them have in common is an insatiable appetite for money and a thirst that never, never gets quenched. It's insatiable. And they don't worship and honor God. They worship money. And now I don't want to put everybody in that category. I mean, there's an exception to every rule and it's not my job to judge. Okay, but I'm just giving you the real. And I mean, it even says in the Bible, you know, Matthew 19, 24. It says, I tell you the truth, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And why would it happen in the the Bible if it wasn't true? You know. A lot of them would rather have an extra house or an extra car, all that stuff. That 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 means more to them than uh, people. You know? The real virus that's going on right now is the hate and the greed, and a few people owning all the wealth. That's that's what the issue is. You know, we got the virus and all the other stuff going on, but the virus is 
is, is illuminating all these other issues that are going on right now. Because if it wasn't for the virus, believe me, it, things would just be going on as normal, more than likely. So God is speaking right now. And uh, we need to hear what he's saying. You know, I don't care how much money you have. You're just renting just like the rest of us. Because you can't take that with you. You can't take it with you. And um, I can't even speak on how much money these tech firms make off selling our data. You know, how much of that money funnels back to us? Nothing. And I'm not saying it, but it kind of sounds like slavery. I mean, uh, it may not be a fair comparison, but it shows some similarity. I mean, it's not sharing the wealth, right? It's not sharing the wealth. It's, it's selling something you own and it's not sharing the wealth. So in conclusion, uh, on the issues of morality, and we're going to speak on this more uh, in some other uh, podcast episodes, um, God willing, in order to, to find true happiness and be a positive influence on the, the children and teenagers of the future, Ethics and morality should be the driving force. You know, uh, we've had enough of this hate, you know, the and the universal theme that the media promotes all the time about the, the rich and famous and having a lot of money. And, and that should be your your primary goal in life. That's going to solve all your problems. And, you know, uh, the media has to share some of the blame for this, too, because you, you've been helping with the. Uh, uh, perpetual stereotyping and uh, also emphasizing uh, the rich, the famous and drowning out the good truthful voices so everybody shares a little bit of blame in everything that's going on right now you know? and uh, uh, ethics, morality and, and, and the rewards in heaven for doing the right thing standing by your 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 morals and, and integrity you know for not compromising you know having a, a, a moral standing you know um, nobody's perfect but it doesn't hurt to try you know and the, and the media needs to lift up the good voices don't drown them out let the truth be emphasized and promoted in TV and on the internet Thank you for supporting Balance 2. We are a veteran-owned, tax-exempt, non-profit organization. All proceeds from donations go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and unique ideas, all geared towards strengthening the community. We need your continued support, whether it's listening to our podcast, reviewing it, sharing it, volunteering, or donating. And for more info on upcoming events, podcast programs, and new services, please visit our website and register. And remember, we don't bend, we don't break, we keep together for heaven's sake. Let's take this journey together, folks. Peace.